Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russell Bymer's 11, hope you're safe and well. New channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to be made of any time we put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Today's guest, looking forward to this, looking forward to today, it's El Jarvis. How you doing, mate? You alright? Good, mate. I'm really good, thanks. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. As we as we said just before we started, probably best as as well as it could be imagined in these weird times we live in at the moment, isn't it? So, um, just got yeah, good and better, haven't you? Yeah. No, absolute pleasure, man. Absolutely. How are you? How have you been in this crazy world we live in at the moment? Yeah, all right. Just green the berry and uh, keeping a sense of humour about everything, and uh, just try and be onwards and upwards, and that's about it, really. So we can do so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it anyway. So the last thing you need to do is be stressed out of everything else that's everything else that's going on in the world, isn't it, to be honest. So uh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah definitely. But, but West West Ham aren't stressed that's out at the moment though, are they? No, so, no. no you would have thought, <laughs> thought typical West Ham during the pandemic where you bottom of the league with no points. But yeah. it's a little bright spot at the moment, so long will that continue. Hopefully. It's the one thing we don't, it's the one thing we don't have to worry about, isn't it, at the moment, which is quite yeah, nice right. time in. It does yeah, make when a change. <laughs> when there's sixty thousand people in the London Stadium baying for blood, um, now there's no bugger there. They're, you they're make it up, nah. <laughs> well, that's, I, I'm, I'm convinced. We're, I'm convinced we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do something in the FA Cup this year, just because there's you, no fans will probably be there. So it's uh, just typical. I mean, I the beginning of the season, like so my dad and like my brothers and my mate, like, it'll be typical, wouldn't it? Yeah, all this yeah. time, all these years, and we're going to win it, and we won't be able to go there. But yeah. I mean, I still love, obviously, still love us to win it. But how typical would that be? You know, it would, it's it would the, be West Ham, wouldn't it? It's the West Ham way, right. isn't it? It's the West Ham way. You know, that's yeah. what we do, man. But yeah, no, it is good. It is good, and it's and it's um, it's one of those things. But there's still that sort of West Ham in everyone. So you know, obviously, when we beat Everton the other day. Uh, it was really great, brilliant. We beat Everton. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You know, a tenth, not not bad. You know, going into the all good over Christmas. Then the next breath, sixteen points to go. Yeah, it's not a tenth. We're pushing for Europe or whatever, yeah. or we're doing well. Fourteen points to go. We just gotta, gotta get those forty yeah. points first, then we can relax. It's like building to us, isn't it? To be like that. Yeah. Well, it is. It's it's like. Yeah, well, uh, we know it's coming though. We know that that we know it's going to come. We know there's going to be that road bump, you know, that speed bump in the road. Whether yeah. it's a, uh, I don't yeah. know, losing three nil to West Brom next time Big Sam comes down. We we know it's happening. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we just we prepare ourselves for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's mad, isn't it? I just literally, I don't know if it's gone through yet, but as as we started this, it said uh, Snodgrass is apparently going there, isn't it? it said yeah, West Brom. I know. That's what it seems like. Yeah. It's not confirmed yet. This will probably this this is going to go out in a couple of days' time. So probably if he has gone, he's gone. If he hasn't gone, he hasn't gone. So yeah, but no, he is. Yeah. And I, uh, 
someone on Twitter, I saw someone put on like a, you know, a little dedicated tribute video to Snods and tagged him in it. And he went, oh, that's the last thing I need at the moment. Yeah. So (laughs) he's obviously, it must be, it must be hard wherever happens. But I mean, you know, it's his, I mean, he's not getting much game time of us at the moment, is he? And so it'd be a shame because he's a great guy around, around the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. In the change room as well, isn't he? Obviously, yeah. like just definitely good to have about. Like, he's not getting the minutes, but our squad's so like a bit thin in it. So I don't know, like wish that he was at the moment. But, yeah, I but know. I mean if it's if it if it means that, you know, that that maybe one of the youngsters one of the young in the academy can go up into yeah. the squad now and there's more, you know, so something like Connor Coventry or something like that, then is it a bad thing yeah. long term? Probably not. Yeah, it's not a horrible sure. thing, but he's, I mean, he's, he's a bit old. He's getting a bit old, snods in, he bless him. He's not really a right yeah, winger. Yeah. Um, nah, nah. But like you said, especially like the name you mentioned, Coventry, it's like, be perfect for someone for him to hopefully come in and push on because yeah. we all want to see it. Then we come for early ranks like that. What you do? And uh, no reason why he shouldn't. Hopefully, he seems talented yeah. enough. And yeah. Particularly the Cup game. Then we'd see someone we do, we do. We love seeing the boys, the boys coming for the ranks. In the same, in the same way, the next breath, we like to see, you know, exciting, you know, signings and things like that. But you know, we want to see yeah, the academy yeah. coming. We want both. We want everything. That's a trouble, mate, isn't it? No, no, um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, with Connor, I mean, with well, Connor we that, yeah. No, sorry, go on. I was going to say with, with the um with, with the cup game coming up next week, you know, the you know hopefully I'd like to see a few of them played, you know, a few of the youngsters because yeah. they did a good showing in in like when we played in the um, Carabao Cup and you know all like yeah. you know uh, Alessi and people like that they played all right so yeah, yeah. we'll see, we'll see yeah, we'll say, yeah right well you know you said about like we want to see like the youth and the excitement well, that's the thing when I've been watching like some of the previous videos. And seeing like all the teams people are picking and like a lot of it's from like the late nineties. And that's when we had that mix. And it's just like it's good to see like did you know what I mean? You know, people are like I watched the, the ones I've seen loads, but the ones the right the razor one was the one that really like when I watched your yeah. one with razor. And in order for some reason the goalkeeper ones are the ones I really liked, like uh C Lee, Bywater and uh, Ian Fjord. Uh, for some reason yeah. and the goalkeeper ones have been really interesting, like because their perspective. And uh, yeah. all the, just like we said about a mix of youth and like uh, international skillful players, and it's just like been really good to see other people's memories, basically. And in a little way as well, without being over the top, I think that like your channel and other things like Long Live the Bowling, Hammers United, and uh, West Ham Fans Direct Action Group, everyone doing their bit to preserve the history, which the owners aren't. So, well, I mean, it's great it's, it's, to see. It's a trouble with, with football, isn't it? I think it's I think it's not just the West Ham thing. It's it's a it's a and and I think it is like a general sort of thing in football. You know, it's you know it's yeah, you know things like the small grounds and stuff like that. They're coming less and less now, aren't they? And yeah. and football is 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 it's changed. It has changed, you know. And it's and yeah. it's not just a West Ham thing. It's you know it's across the board. I mean, no. look, you know, the Gunners going to moving out of Highbury and. You know, I mean, even Spurs. I know Spurs are like staying in the same stadium, but it's yeah. it's it's not. It wasn't what the the old White Hart Lane. It's the new no, White Hart Lane. You know what I mean? So it gives us yeah. like that chance yeah, to sort yeah. of look back at look back at things and um and sort yeah. of yeah. be nostalgic. And I think that's important because it's because you don't know where you've been. You don't know where you can go unless you've looked back. Um, it sounds a really bit yeah. wanky, but it's but do you know what I mean? And true. It's, it's it's great. Great, isn't it? Yeah. It is, but it's and it seems and and, and that's why uh, you know that's why it's a little bit going back full circle now. With with Moisey there, he seems to be instilling a diff uh, an old school mentality of West Ham. You know, you know we we don't care Definitely. if you're not good enough, if you're not skill skillful enough, it's not your fault you're putting a West Ham shirt. Yeah. That someone's bought you. You know what I mean? But as long as you put yeah. in hundred percent in it, and you know people like yeah. Suchek yeah. and and, and Kufal and and Deck and. Yeah. They all put it in now. They all put a shift in. They might not have put it in 18 yeah. months ago, two years ago, but now they do. And mm. it's a bit like the old West Ham again. Do you know what I mean? In terms of that sort of oh, everyone yeah. pulling together. As well, because of it, I think. Yeah. Like, as a byproduct. And like the players you mentioned, like just start uh, everyone seems to fight and they've got engines and they want to like fight for each other and for the badge, which I yeah. I can't remember last time we had a like, whole squad all pulling in the same direction, like for no. the badge. You know, yeah. everyone seems like not that many dickheads, or I don't think there's any dickheads in this squad. 
And usually there's yeah. always one or two. But at the moment, yeah. things like, it could be onto something we can hopefully it's build on, good. hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. You, when when Moisey says he wants to build, he's you know he wants to build like another Everton legacy. I'm all for yeah. that because I think we need that. That's what yeah, we need. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About five years, five years out, out of date. We should have done that about five years ago, to be honest. Yeah. But doesn't matter. We're doing it now. Yeah, and never. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and do it with, that, with no fans in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's about right. That's about right. Yeah, I know. It's about right. Yeah. But it's. I mean, you know, I think yeah. it's. You know, is I've said it before on the channel. You know, when like when players move clubs and they go, "Oh yeah, I've moved. I'm, I'm coming here for the project and and not the 150 grand they're paying me, but the project yeah, that the manager told me. <laughs> this is a project. Yeah. This seems like a project. You know what I mean? And even like the backroom staff, even getting like Piercy and and Kev, and they've got proper football right. men there. Um, yeah, and I just think it's. It's going a little bit back old school style. Do you know what I mean? Sort of like rolling yeah. your sleeves yeah, up. And... Yeah. 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 You know, before there's been people like things happening. You're like, what's he doing there? Or what's going on there? Yeah. And like, but now it seems to be organised, which I can't remember the last time we had the organisation like properly, really, from no. like, top to bottom. But no. I know people still moan about the training ground a lot, saying it's like undeveloped. And I know it is, but my, my argument to that is, they're so pampered, like they don't need like just have a bit of a rough training ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't be exactly. too pampered. Don't be I mean, uh, I mean, they spent years at Chadwick. Chadwick wasn't. I wouldn't say Chadwick was particularly uh, plush no, in terms of that as a training no. ground. So you know, yeah. um, <laughs> so, you exactly. know, you had the train train going past every five minutes. Yeah, right. I mean, they got yeah. yeah, having like having like a hotel or whatever, like Tottenham have got. Like, why do you want a hotel? You know, like you know, what's it just, oh. it's, uh, it's a bit too soft for my liking. Like, I, I sound, I do sound like so old saying this, but football is like what well, you said about it changing so much. It's almost like, and I hate to say it, but it's like it's not the sport that like, I fell in love with anymore. No, I mean, no, no, yeah. And the more, the more I do remove from it, the more I think like disattached we as fans become, which I don't want. And like you said, mm. where Moyes is instilling some old school mentality, that's that's a, can only be a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't, don't want it to change where it's unrecognisable. I'd always watch no. football, of course, and I'd always love watching yeah, that yeah, yeah. But it's not the same as it was, but I don't want it to, that gap to, I'd rather go back and further apart, but, but yeah. who am I to, to change that? But don't yeah. wish. No, no, you mean. No, I know you mean. And I, I think that's right. And I think, um, and it has, it has changed. It, you know, the, the game is now. And as you said, we've had people like Razor on, we've people like, you know, Bish and Monks and all these guys. They were the era, they were like the last, no, yeah, they're probably like the Bish was Monks a bit before Raddock, but that, 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 that was the last era that I that, that, that was the old West Ham to me. Um, do you know what yeah. I mean? Because it was. Yeah, characters, yeah. stories. But that's, again, that's the, that's the, that's the modern day footballer now. They're, they're like, modern day footballers are athletes now, aren't they? No disrespect to Bish and yeah. Monks, but. They, they are tuned yeah. athletes now. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and with social media, with everything, they can't go out and go on the lash like they used to. No, no. Um, no, no. I mean, look at it. I mean, obviously that you've got the backlash with Lanzini and, 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 and Mendy with all the, all the parties yeah, they yeah. had over Christmas, you know, that's, you know, Lanzini's worst crime was knocking about Spurs players, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the worst thing about it. <laughs> I feel sorry I feel okay, sorry. Well, yeah. that, that will teach him. That will teach him for mixing with him lot. But um, yeah, I felt sorry for for Mourinho. I really did because he went and bought uh, Regulon a, a, a pig, didn't he? He bought him a a Portuguese piglet. Because he, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he bought him a piglet for Christmas and went over to present it to him because he said that he was he found out that he was going to be spending Christmas on his own. So he went and bought him this yeah. pig, and it, apparently in Portugal, it's the you know it's one of those sort of massive. You know, like those those Palmer ham things type thing. You know, those massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bought him one yeah. of them. They're fucking expensive things. And he like there's a picture of him in his in in Regalon's like kitchen. Yeah. And then then he goes and yeah. does a quick step to the the party of all the um, Argentinian oh. guys. Mario's like, give me money back for that. 
Yeah. Exactly. They don't, they don't come cheap. Those things. Those things don't come cheap. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's um, it's it's one of those things where I think you know, and that's why I love doing these shows because it is. It gives you a chance to think back and talk to people who are around. You know, when you were watching the football or before me, my yeah. time, or you know, and you go, mm. yeah, it was fun then, wasn't it? It was fun, and you know, yeah, the boys doing good fun, now, yeah. but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and it's like it's great looking back. It's like we obviously said, like when we had Razor and stuff. Yeah, it's like. You know some of the stories he told, and even t- yesterday we put um even today we put um Neil Mellor's um we had Neil Mellor on, and he oh, yeah. he was like he's only there for like twenty odd games, bless him. But he told yeah. some stories yeah. and like how you know we yeah. we, we joke about our team and stuff and 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 how the setup and things like that. When he signed for us, they picked him up at the service station on the way to the on the game almost. You know, it's like yeah. that was two thousand three. That was not long ago. <laughs> no, when he says yeah. like, oh, I, and Glenn Rhoda phoned me up and said, oh, uh, oh, actually, Neil, we're playing Preston, so you might that's closer to Liverpool than it is to London. So there's no point coming back and then going up. We'll pick you up on the way. So he's like, with his kit bag, like literally being picked up at a service station. That's like Sunday League stuff, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's, it's like, can you, you get your money? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got, uh, we've got a couple. We, we need, we need a couple of ringers. Can your mate turn up today? Oh, he's still hung over. Oh, okay, we'll drag him out of bed. And yeah, no, it's a proper Sunday league, but no, it's all fun. But it's part of West Ham. It's like we, if anything goes normal with West Ham, like anything goes well, it's just not West Ham. You know, we're a spit and stored no, sawdust, like, definitely. Like, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah. So it's which like, we love, really. Don't we? Yeah. And we, yeah, and we moan about we moan about not winning anything, and we moan about this and moan about that. Yeah. I think if we ended up winning stuff, I think we'd you know people people question you know our, our identity as a club and things like that. If yeah. we started winning things like Man City, we would we wouldn't be West Ham at all because we'd be nah. you know we wouldn't know what to yeah, do with ourselves. It's funny you say that because like I say it to everyone that will listen, and it sounds like why would you say that? Like, but my, yeah. honestly, if we. I'd rather, like at the moment, honest to God, I'd rather win the FA Cup in the league. Yeah, because I just love it. All for us to go at Wembley and have that day. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to win the league, but it still gets a bit too, like, I don't know. So it's to be so much money involved and pumped in, like you said, you, the identity could just be completely gone. And yeah, I don't know. It was, what, you, what, uh, what is a football team without its identity? I sound like an old, like, probably dinosaur fan, <laughs> that. But you know what I mean? Like, there's, it's nothing. There's so- no, you're right. There's, but there's something inherent about West Ham fans. There's something inherent about us, which is why people have a bit of a soft spot for us, you know. And despite the fact that they still yeah. have a soft spot for West Ham because we're this. And and doing this channel is epitomised it for me. You know, I'm interviewing people in. You know, I'm trying to interview people in Australia and Canada and Hong Kong and India and all over these places. And they all support this funny little club in East London that's won bugger all in forty years. And it's like, why? But it's because yeah. of the fans. It's because of the story. It's because of the sort of the working class, and and that's what we are. And that's we'll always have that. We'll always have that as, a, yeah. as an identity. Um, doesn't matter yeah. where you play or whatever, whatever kit you kit you wear, whatever. Um, West Ham fans, and that's why I think. No, no one yeah. can, and 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 there's no and there's no reason to do that because that's what makes us West Ham fans, and um, exactly. and yeah, and it's yeah, obviously we you know we're London Stadium now, we're not Upton Park and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's the fans, and if it means we get more sixty thousand of us there, and we get sixty thousand of us singing bubbles, fair enough, and and you know, and yeah. and with everything that's gone on in this world at the moment. The sooner we get sixty thousand fans back together at Upton at Upton Park, I said that before I didn't slip, London yeah. Stadium. Yeah. will be an incredible moment. An incredible moment. Will. Yeah, of course it will. It puts p- things into perspective, doesn't it? Oh, like, totally. Obviously, I don't really like the new place, and I'd much prefer sure. Upton Park, obviously. Yeah, 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 fair enough. We're there, and I'm going to support the club yeah. on the pitch. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah like you said, you've got to be onwards and upwards, I hope to it be, is. anyway. So, onwards and upwards. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to rain, don't we? Like, hold it back like can't get too carried away but. we can't and i think actually it should be baby steps of us now as a club um you know it should be you know i i think if uh, you know we're realistically we should be a top 10 club every season based on yeah. you know fan base and based on the squad i mean the team we got the first 11 easily you know top 10 team i think you know if we finish eighth this season 
eighth or seventh, that'd be a bloody good year for us and, and a decent cup run. And we, sh- we should never, we shouldn't be down the bottom. We shouldn't be down the bottom. You know, we're not West no. Brom. You know, we're not, we're not big, we're not, we're not, you know, Billy Big Bollocks at all, but we're not like a Fulham. We're not a Sheffield United. We're West Ham and, you know, we're an established Premier League club now. And, you know, and, and hopefully with, with Moisey and we've, we're getting the right people in and the right uh, backroom staff. And, you know, Moisey said he wants to build a, you know, um, a, a infrastructure. And, you know, that's what you need. That's, uh, you need an infrastructure. Yeah. You've seen teams that's spend a crap load of money. Exactly. You've seen like teams like Blackburn. Blackburn spent a shitload of money with old, with old Jack and won the league. Yeah. And now what they do, you know, now they're just floundering oh, yeah. the championship. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? It's like, Teams like Sheffield Wednesday and yeah. like obviously Leeds recently, they're almost falling into like nothing. Like, and yeah. like, we can never be like that. Do you know what I mean? No. Just... No. But then you look at someone like Man City. So Man City were in the, in, it were League One, weren't they, really, for, for, yeah. for a period of time? Yeah, so they were just doing nothing, and then you know, there's you either get the injection of, but then if you if you haven't got like, you could build a beautiful apartment, but if the foundations of that building are shit, then it's going to crumble, and yeah. it will crumble because at the end of the day, what it takes is them to the owners to you know the Man City owners to say right, see you later, take their money yeah. and run, and there's that's it. Well, okay, well, <laughs> what do we now do what? Now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, we'll get off our high horse. Let's stop talking about it. Let's talk <laughs> so uh, what right, the first question he says, twenty yeah. almost twenty minutes into the interview, is Sorry. um no, no, that's after fun. There's no like it's two blokes talking in a pub, but obviously we're not in a pub. Um <laughs> we're doing it on, on Zoom or whatever it is. But apart from yeah, that, yeah. first question is why are you a West Ham fan now? What's your story, man? Well, as far as I know, I'm fourth generation. I mean, I could be more, but I know that I'm definitely fourth generation. My dad's side, all West Ham. Um, my great granddad was actually at the World Cup final. And Brilliant. my dad's first game he ever went to was Bobby Moore's debut. And when, when you get, to think, get told things like that when you're a kid, it's like mythical. And you know, like when you're a kid, but you grow up and you think like, oh, Santa's not real. But with these, with these things, as I get older, I'm like, more and more like, I want to know more about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so basically, born into it for all my sins. And uh, yeah, all, all my dad's sides are West Ham. And uh, yeah, no choice in the matter. No choice. Thank and uh, that's the thing, isn't it? And then, and then, I mean, do you remember your first game? Do you know what? I was trying to think. And it was definitely 1989, it was at Upton Park. And I feel alive yeah. for me. I can't remember the game. Like, who it was like Hull or someone like that. But I, I wish I could remember because I'm. I've got so many, my parents got so much like uh, programs in the loft. And I'm yeah. sure it's probably up there. But God knows what else. But I'd love to find it. But uh, it's definitely 89. That's all I can remember. 89, yeah. me and my dad. And uh, yeah, got, I remember like buying like hat and scarf and things like that. And you know, the first time you see that green and you go up the steps, I still get yeah. the same feeling now. Not so much about the stadium, but when you see that green, it's just, there's nothing yeah. like it. People say yeah. it's a good game, but. Ah, it's not easy. It's, it's not life, okay. really. and, and and to be honest, it's, I mean, you know, there's a few people we interview and they tell us, "Oh yeah, we we played it there and we scored this and and he scored and da da." But for a lot of people, they go, "Well, it's it was just I don't remember much of the game. I remember just the excitement. I remember the crowd and I remember going out and I want as soon as I got home, I wanted to go to the next game and the smells and da da." Yeah. And you know, that, that's what it is. Yeah. It, you know, you I mean, you get a better yeah. view of what football now than you do if you was at London Stadium. You just would do on the telly. But it's not about that. It's yeah. about going to the pub. It's about chatting to the mate. I mean, you know, God forbid when we all go back, or I mean obviously I I I still I'm still there, but you know, for the home games, but when all the fans get back, yeah, yeah. you know, there'd be people there that you wouldn't have seen, you know, for that's people who are season ticket holders and stuff like that, they might not come back. Because they might have passed, unfortunately. It, it's right. horrible to think of that, but yeah, it's no, going to be a weird. No. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be weird. But I mean, but yeah. for but you know, like that. That's, about it like that. no, but it is. It's true. I think I think it was right. West Ham fan TV said it when we were when we were chatting the other day about it. And but yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? When you think about that, <laughs> and we don't mean to be horrible. This yeah. it's true though, isn't it? Particularly, you know, there was a lot of old no, lot of old no, boys yeah. who were West Ham fans and. But that's what it's about. It's not about yeah. it's not about the game. It's about going to the boats or the supporters clubs or whatever beforehand or or yeah. going to the black line and walking. 100%. But you know, it's 
it's all that which I think people are, yeah, people have missed, and I think people will appreciate a lot more when we can, uh, we can get. You know, back. like you know, you can like, connect things in your life that are happening at the time, and you can remember what games you were at, and yeah. like, whether it's good times or bad times. Obviously, like you said, the view is much better at home and stuff. But like as like you also said, like the social side of it, I think I don't think people realised how big. Well, some people do, but some people don't realise how important it is to people. You know? Definitely. But. Oh, definitely. We've had some. God, we've had some really like. I think we've obviously we've had over like two hundred and fifty episodes, and there's some guys who, um, well, it's just it's incredible their story. You know, like, um, yeah. you know, you sit there and you're like, fucking hell. You know, they're just sort of when they when they're talking about, you know, how much West Ham means to them. Uh, from you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've had people like a guy called Peter Singh who was like, oh, like his men- mental well-being, you know, he didn't know his dad and West Ham was like his 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 father figure, really. Yeah. Like, he's not Trevor yeah. Brooklyn, it's his dad. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, I just, I don't, I, you know, I never had that sort of level of of allegiance to, although, yeah. yeah, all my family, yeah. you know, it, it's just like really how much it means to some people and it, it, sort of, it takes me by surprise. Um, there was a guy yeah. we interviewed, one of the, one of the BAME Hammers, Apu, and basically he was like carted around. His family like lived all the way around East London, so he never really sort of stayed in the school for long enough. But he supported West Ham, so basically yeah. within five minutes there was another West Ham fan there. So that's what joined, you know. So it's like it's not just the club; yeah. it's it's honestly it's a weird it, it, and we're a funny. This funny little club makes such an impact on it's people's funny. lives. It's, like you said before, it reaches like far corners of the world as well. Yeah, you know, like. And like we've not won anything for like forty years, like major cup, but we still got that. And it proves that. It just goes to show, you know, like all, all teams say, "Oh, we've got the best fans in this." But it just goes to show how good like the supporters and the loyalty and yeah. the fan base and the friendships and the community of West Ham is. You know, with or without the uh, like obviously it's division about the board and whatnot, but not even respective of that. I mean, just the people. Do you know what I mean? The pay to go yeah. football. Totally, oh, oh, it's it, it's it's one of those things where I think people will um, people have got a new a new perspective of it since everything that's happened in the last yeah. sort of you know almost a year now, isn't it? Really, um, yeah. it's so yeah, yeah. it's 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 uh, it's put things into perspective and, and that's why you know i think that's why it's important to, to do to, to talk to people about west ham and stuff but not just on like a you know like for some people it is on a sort of a very basic level but some people it is really deep and actually you know we, we are getting particularly yeah. deep for an episode but yeah. you know it's about sort of about it right. yeah yeah but why not you know it's like that, yeah, and that's the yeah. great thing we can and and i think and you know it's and it's funny how this as again this silly little club in East London draws people together. I mean we never re- we've never met really apart from you know a few iterations on on, on Instagram oh, yeah. really, but that's it. Yeah. But we can sit here and talk for you know what is it thirty forty minutes already, um, yeah. and no problem at no, all. No. Do you know what I mean? Sure, <laughs> it's it's like, meant to think, think about it. True, I think some of my pros like, and you probably have the similar experiences. If everyone were like uh, like out of town or even out of the country, and I got West Ham yeah. colours on. And if I see someone else who's wet like West Ham, or, or even if he's just clear and blue, and we we, yeah. we, all, we just know, we just say hello up the Amazon chat. Like, I, I could I spend half my day talking to West Ham fans. And yeah. like, it's just, I don't see how fans do it, you know? Like, funny, I don't it, think, I don't know. No, I don't see it. I mean, even like, you know, I, I, I think it's one of those things where, as I said, I think just being like a West Ham fan, you know, we, we I said we're, we're a funny little bunch of fans and not little, loads, loads of us were there, but you're right. We walk down the road and we'll see someone in a West Ham shirt and it might be, I mean, I live in all church. So there's bloody loads of us here, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Come wines, come wines. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. like a few weeks, few months ago, I went to drop, drop my car at the, at the garage to get his MOT. And I'm talking to the bloody, uh, the mechanic for about, an hour about West Ham because I had my West yeah. Ham shirt on. I drove back to my yeah. house, go out of the car, and this bloke, uh, old bloke, you know, without breaking his stride, without even looking at me, I opened the door and he went, "Still ain't signed no one, have we?" And carry and carries on walking, <laughs> didn't even break a stride. 
I know, it's so West Ham, but it's true. People, my wife hates it because literally, me and my daughter, we travel in colours when we go on holiday. We always get stops oh, at the, same. you know, the the, the baggage things because people are yeah. like talking like, with the baggage guys. Oh, West Ham! Yeah, yeah. If they're not West Ham, they still come over and talk to us. It might be Liverpool fans or on holiday, or the bar staff yeah. might be Chelsea fans. But they still communicate. But I don't. You're right. I don't see anyone like Tottenham fans doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I'll tell you a quick story. I won't. Show you here, talk all the time. I went to a, a Miami Dolphins game like last year, like before, no, year before now, before lockdown, anyway. Yeah. I, I was in Miami. Um, I had like West Ham top on, and there's like loads of people who stayed, like Americans, all like, oh, West Ham, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like, just so many people making comments. Like, and I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't, I just expect them to all like the top. 16, but it was all like talking, and in the distance, I saw a blue shirt, right? And I thought, oh, I can't believe it's a Chelsea shirt here. It's gonna be like, I'm in a good mood here. It got closer yeah. and closer and closer. It weren't Chelsea, it was Millwall, right? And I, I, I'm, I don't remember ever seeing a Millwall shirt like in, in, the, in the flesh. In the flesh. And yeah. this is like three barricades between us. And, uh, and we got like right close to each other, and we just like, had the most unfriendly experience. Like we said, a lot, we sort of was like nodded at each other without smiling. It was the most unfriendly. Like, I just and I thought, oh, like of all things to see, coming to get away from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. No, when I went, I think it was last. Was it last year? I've been the year after. I was. I spent. I spent a lot of time in the states. And did a lot of every time I go over, obviously, I try and get some sport because I'm on my Todd anyway, so you know, nothing to do. Um, and and yeah, I was went to the New York, I went to see the the Red Bulls, Red Bulls, oh, right, the yeah. MLS. And um, I turned up on West Ham shirt, and yeah, yeah. you know, me, I. I mean, obviously, you know, when I'm going to uh, London Stadium or when I went to Alton Park, I'd be there four hours before kickoff because we'll be doing the setup and checking all the speaking, make sure oh, all the music yeah. works. So I still turned up four hours before so the kickoff was like two. I was there about, you know, 11 and, and there was yeah. no one there. And I was walking around and some bloke came up to me. He's like, like, a, like an official bloke. He said, you're all right, sir. And I just sort of, yeah, yeah. And then I blagged it and said, oh, yeah, I'm doing like a, I work at West Ham and I showed them the pictures because yeah. I do. But I said, yeah, and yeah, I'm doing yeah, like yeah. a little, um, you know, sort of a, going around all the stadiums and seeing what he goes, oh, West Ham, we love West Ham, come through. And he's like walking, really? he gave me a free hat, a free scarf. We're walking around yeah. and showing me all around the back. And it's only because yeah. I wore West Ham shirt, he came over and chatted to me. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all fun. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. I always love it. And we're on holiday. If there's a West Ham fan within like 10, 10 metres, I can sniff him out. I can sniff him out. Oh, and sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> right okay <laughs> so let's talk about the your hammers 11 so obviously everyone we get on the yeah. channel um puts put, gives their hammers 11 there's only three people who haven't given 11 um harry redknapp uh, ian bishop and nigel Riacoca. there's only three people who didn't fair enough uh, but everyone else did um and so the idea is the only rule is you have to be alive to see them play all the other you can pick whoever you want worst best yeah. favorite cult heroes whatever man but you have to be alive to see yeah. them play um which is which is fair enough i think otherwise you'd all put Bobby more in the team and, and yeah, yeah. we didn't see him no, so it is, yeah. it's only fair unfortunately we weren't gracious enough to see him and we weren't around at that time no. um and and so yeah all right okay so let's start off in goal well, who's gonna be in goal for the for the the, the jarvis 11 well before i go i just say because i started off my team was going to be yeah i'm talking again but I was gonna, it was going to be all like hard nut psychos. That's how it started. Yeah. But it sort of developed a bit. It's still that. And they're not allowed to shirk a challenge. Otherwise, they're not allowed to play. It's still that. But also, it's got to be like characters, like proper characters. You know, like, say when West Ham go to an away game and all the home fans yeah. hate that player. I picked 11 yes. that are like the bastards that. 11. So, yeah. Yeah, the characters, like the bastards and the nutters. And yeah. But, so in goal, I, yeah. I thought about it. He didn't really play Mark. We didn't play hard. I think they two times on pit, uh, two times and got him once up front. It had to be Les Zeely, just the biggest yeah. character, you know. Like had to be Les Zeely. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I went for everyone. There's some great goalkeepers. I'm even old enough where I actually did see Phil Parks play, but I'm going yeah. on just characters here. Yeah? Just yeah. like I don't know if Phil Parks wasn't one because he was, but Les Zeely, he's just 
was going in goal for yeah. this team. And, and and you said obviously we had, we, had, we had Joe on a couple of weeks ago, and um, yeah. Yeah. oh, fucking funny! Like honestly, his dad was well, oh, such a he he was said, funny. Get home. <laughs> yeah, get the bus home, and that, that's, that's the thing that made me laugh. For my team, yeah, because that's old school. But, yeah. Brilliant, wasn't he? Brilliant, no, <laughs> top man, top man, Joe is as well. Right, I right, put Celez in, yeah. Uh, right, okay, so who's next then? Who's next in the team? And now you go for the teams you got them written down, man. Uh, we go left back, he's uh, aptly sure. named Psycho, we've got me Stuart Pierce, he's yeah. in there, no nonsense. Uh, yeah, his, his reputation alone gets him in there, yeah. So, yeah. And I think, uh, it was that period, wasn't it? Where we, period where we had like we could uh, you could get away with having like an old uh left back do you know what i mean we, we yeah. had a few at the time we had PSC, then we had nigel winterburn we had uh chris powell we had uh rufus brevet we yeah. had these sort of like old older hey, right. of, yeah. yeah and i mean well, psycho yeah. yeah yeah and i mean psycho was was hammer of the year wasn't he the year he played yeah. for the seat one yeah. season so um yeah. they're top man and obviously he's doing yeah. Yeah. And he's doing and he's doing great stuff back at the club, you know, in the in the setup now. It. So, um, yeah. I don't think there's any. I don't think it's a coincidence that you know defensively we've improved a lot since he's come back on board. No, I just think no more bollocking off him, did I? So. No. no, not at all. <laughs> but yeah. bless him. Right, okay, we'll put Psycho in uh, yeah. the second. I mean, right, um, right. Who's next, man? Right, so I've got two centre backs. The first one to the left, also my captain, is Julian Dix. Um, yeah. No, he don't play centre back. He's he's, only, he's his left back. But I, Pierce and Dix, I, I couldn't leave either of them out. But his, no. his particular team of hard nuts, I couldn't leave either of them out. So Dix is going to have to go centre back. So, yeah. Then catch him. Just, but also, you know, I know, I know he was hard nut, but he had like, I mean, and Piercey, they both had these wands of left feet, didn't they? It's like oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They could both play, and and that's that's the thing. I think outside of West Ham, I think Julian Dix isn't seen as a as a footballer, really, is he? But inside West Ham, we knew how good he was. He was an incredible player, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Exactly, I've been watching like loads of like the season reviews that Robert Banks puts on on oh, YouTube, and they get yeah. taken. Oh, love them! <laughs> yeah. like the new like Netflix is brilliant, and um, there was one where we played Man United, and Dix used to always do this little thing. Where he used to, he was running like in front of the player to the byline, and he always used to toe end it over their head. Um, yeah, and so you know, yeah, yeah. he did it to Cantona. Yeah, and, I know what you mean. Like, what about. Yeah. yeah, and Cantona just stops and just goes, That's enough for me. That's enough yeah, yeah. for me. It's player is. But uh, all right, we'll put, we'll put Julian in. God bless him. God bless yeah. him. At least, at least he's got some time now to, to spend with his little kid now. So, yeah. Unless he's going to Beijing with Slav, who knows? You know, I mean, Slav's going. To... <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Oh dear. Beijing was that the one that um, was that the one that Rafa Benitez was at? I think it rings a bell. I think sure. Or Pellegrini. One of them was at that. would be fun if it's Pellegrini again. God, could oh. you imagine him? God, just, just move yeah. on, Slav. You know, just yeah, like... give it a rest. Oh bless him! Right, okay, we'll put uh, we'll put Julian at, le- uh, at centre back. Then we'll put him on the left, of the centre backs. Yeah. Right, who's, the, who's the next one, mate? This is this is Razor at to be. Do you know what oh, I mean? Like as characters. Oh, I don't know how long this team probably wouldn't be able to play in this day and age because it'll nah. be sent off. Or but VAR. <laughs> oh, VAR. Razor wouldn't get out the on to start the game once he's in the tunnel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. What, he's, what, he's got what I mean, no, the one that one to give quality, wasn't it? You know, what I mean? it was, like, yeah, that was that was yeah. It was the most, uh, and it was like I don't know why I left why I left it sort of running. I left the video running. But it was, yeah, it was the best thing and the worst thing I could ever do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like Razor on his own with his Literally own device is oh, scarier yeah. than Razor. Yeah, but no, it was a lot. <laughs> He's a lovely and it's funny yeah. the other day he did something, he put something on Twitter and I messaged him back to say, Oh, and by the way, Ray's the um the, the dishwasher's still not still working, still still good. Oh, yeah. And he's like yeah. he sent me a DM saying, Oh, it really pissed me. That was so funny, man. That was so funny. But yeah, it's top wow. bloke. Good book as well. Yeah. His book's no, um, I've got a good book, yeah. Yeah, he's very good. Um 
so we put we put Ruddock in. Uh, right back then. He's gonna be right back. Well, just when you think it couldn't get any crazier, we got Thomas Repka right there. Oh, I love Thomas Repka. I, was, I think I was just gonna put him in straight away for this team. Yeah. But I think he, I think he's I think but I think I think they all are, but I think particularly Repka, he's a hard man, but I think he's got a soft heart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially for West Ham. Yeah, definitely. And like, you talk about commitment, and obviously sometimes he might be a bit overcommitted, but yeah. you talk about blood, sweat, and tears for the badge, no nonsense. Like uh, yeah, to go yeah. in that team. Yeah. Some funny some funny stories about about reps. We had a I mean, Neil tells tells a story the other day about um, when I was interviewing the other day about Repka and uh, they had like um, at, pardon me at Chadwell Heath they had these car cleaners would come in twice a week to like valet the cars. Yeah, Good business actually. Yeah, and um, and one of them backed Repka's Ferrari into the um, into like the training like the indoor thing and like yeah. did the whole back. And this kid was literally crying. He was literally crying. <laughs> and, and obviously, you can imagine Repka, and everyone's trying to calm him down. Because yeah. he, he's, yeah, he's no cameras as well. Yeah, no cameras, exactly. God, yeah. Could you imagine? He's a scare. You know, he he's, he still scares me on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? I know he's a lot. He's, he's like his pictures. And like, if we, I'm sure he's, he's coming on the show eventually. But um, when we sort of text each other on Instagram, yeah. even when he DMs me back, I get nervous. Because it's, it's like, I know he's in, like, I know he's in Prague or wherever, yeah. and and like how many thousands of miles away, but it's still like you know, he put a thumbs up the other day, and I thought it was like fucking thumbs up, you know, not yeah, just yeah. a thumbs up, a Thomas Repka yeah. thumbs up. Oh my god, it's gonna be really scary, but yeah, and he's and 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 reps, reps, you know, West Ham notoriety happened more after he retired, wasn't he? Because oh, he was in. Yeah, yeah, uh, they could talk about him, I reckon. Oh, yeah, I, I reckon there's, yeah, I reckon that'd be some interesting, it'll be an interesting conversation when we get him on the show eventually. It'd be very funny, but um, actually, I don't think I'll be, I'll be scared. I'll be, it'll be such a boring interview. I'll be talking so, like, so Thomas, tell me about West Ham. I won't tell him, ask him anything about, you know, black hailing his what his ex girlfriend, uh, with, with sex pictures. I won't talk to him about what was the other thing, uh, he, he. I think he allegedly bought, he hired cars and then sold them as his own. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll just talk about his West End days anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go on, let's go into midfield, man. Who's in midfield? Well, I, while we're on the uh, subject of Repka, I go on the right wing in front of him, and that's Marco Boogers. I think like, oh. I mean, oh, okay. Boogers. I remember him doing him kick a ball, but I remember him seeing kick Gary Neville, so that's enough for me. Him and Repka down that wing, I don't see anyone messing with them. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like a poor, I don't know, like Matty Effrington type character on the left wing against them? Oh, Marco. See, I think it's, it's the second time Marco's been picked in I my hammers. Yeah. Yeah. The first time yeah, was by good. James Jones at We Are West Ham because yeah. he's got. And he's probably the only one who has. He has a, a Thomas, Re- not Thomas, a Marco Boogers shirt, like like um like the shirt he played in. It was like with the collars with Boogers yeah. fourteen on the back. Really? No one else has got that because he bought not it. Bad. He was literally bought the shirt as he signed, and his dad said this guy's going to be good, and so yeah. he thought we'd get it on there as investment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, it's but- shirt now though because no one else has got it. Exactly, and. <laughs> Marco Boogers, fun fact, used to, when he was at West Ham for the short amount of time, uh, pre-season, would room with Martin Allen. Really? That makes sense. I didn't that know makes that. sense, doesn't it? Cool. That makes sense. They yeah. Yeah. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you again. thought you'd put him against someone like Calming, you know, like a Kevin Keane or, you know, so yeah, yeah. Like Martin yeah, Allen. Not enable him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Enabling him, exactly. Yeah, you're enabling him with, with the mad dog. Right, okay, Boogers is in. Who's next then? I'm loving this team. Who's next, man? Well, mad dog, it, funnily enough, he's he's in the middle. So he, he rooms with him. He can play next to him. Oh, so, makes yeah, perfect sense. Let me find him. Oh, yeah, mad dog. Love him. I love him. 
I'll do I'll share a quick story. Actually. This is a true story. Yeah. Um, I went to my, like Martin Allen Soccer School. I was about ten, yeah. maybe a bit younger, nine or ten. And uh, it was like Monday to Friday. I think it was two weeks. Colin Foster was there. Dix was there. And one day we was doing this thing like the kids. There's like hundreds of kids, so you didn't really see the yeah. pros much. We're doing like one twos and finishing, yeah. And Martin Allen's yeah. come by, and he's like, and I, I happen to be doing it, and he's like, oh no, this ain't. This is how you do it, boys. And he did a one-two. Me and him, I'm 10 years old, yeah? He's in his prime. We're going for a 50-50. He barged me out of the way, literally, like, like I'm his arch enemy, yeah? And I've gone flying on the floor, and he's just smashed it past the goalkeeper, like, 100 miles an hour. Turn around, that's how you do it, boys. And at first, I thought, like, like what's your problem? But then I thought, actually, I've just been barged by my, like, by my dog. Like, that's, yeah. that's a good story to tell my mate, so... Yeah, that's, that's brilliant, man. That's like that Boris Johnson. Do you remember that when he was in Japan and he uh, he was playing like tag rugby, and and he literally he, he smashed this little kid over without realizing he did it. Yeah, no, he's brilliant. I love Mad Dog. We've had him on the show a few times. He's he's good value. We had him on a game show a few weeks ago. We've um we've uh, who was it with? with Tim Breaker and uh and steve jones oh it was it was hilarious because because yeah. mad dog phones me up five minutes before he goes russ what's going on for this cat because i told him what it was all about he went right okay last question mr budden can i be silly and i went yes yeah and i wish I yeah he was just like being so like he was like hello hello i can't hear you sorry can't hear you can't hear him you know all that type of thing um yeah. we had him on the pitch we had him on the pitch once i remember um we were playing it was upton park we haven't been on the pitch since because of this um half time and we was playing i can't remember who we were playing but thomas hitzelsberger had scored one of his you know de hammer shots you know yeah. in the first half and <clears throat> it was when jeremy was doing the announcing i think mad dog had enjoyed the the you know the the entertainment shall we just say the 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 beverages on, on provide yeah, are being yeah. provided and so we're at half time interviewing him so so martin what do you think about the game you know so far you know thomas itzelsberger fans favorite um you know great goal from him and he took the mic off jez and went yeah it's quite funny because like the last time a german came into east london he bombed the place <laughs> that's crazy isn't it <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks martin thank you martin allen you know it's like oh so yeah he that's, that's, he that's why he's in my team yeah oh it's brilliant so funny and we when we we did him for our he's 11 he was like afterwards he, he said i've got a joke i've got a couple of jokes for us so asked me what i've been doing and he he'd like he basically put his hands in dirt before he started and he said i've been doing the gardening or something like that and he's eating a biscuit all the way through and it was a fucking dog biscuit he was eating all the way through and he was like oh <laughs> just like I, I think some people play to that you know i think mad dog plays to the fact that he's this sort of yeah yeah, mad yeah, dog yeah. Person. And, and yeah we just let him do it but anyway we'll put martin allen in god bless him um and funny funny about martin allen he's he's um his car share buddy um when he was at the club was kevin Keane. oh really and that's better that's better you know you that's pair up like a crazy one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's a bit more yin yang, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I said to I said to Kev, I went, "How did you spend like eight years driving Martin around?" He said, "I do not know. I do not. We're still really good mates. I don't know why we're good friends. We're still like yeah. poles apart, them, But uh, yeah, love Mad Dog. Right? Okay. Who's next, now, man? Right. I did make a slight change to my original Ooh. team. Eleven. But I did make a change, and uh, he weren't in it originally. But a good friend of mine, my mate Fraser. He said, you've got to have John Moncur in there. And I thought, well, this is my 11, so I'm not going to just jump straight into it. And then, I, and then my brother, one of my brothers, he, he name's Josh, he's one of his favourite players growing up with John Moncur. So I thought, right, these two, like my mate Fraser and my brother Josh, they can be my like Nevin and Irvine. And I thought, yeah, I'll let right. them take into consideration. And I thought, how is Moncur not in it? If this team is about character, how, I, how did he not get in there to begin with? So. Yeah, he's gonna go in there, Monka, next to Mad Dog. Okay. I mean, I don't know how many, I don't know how many characters you can get. I think everyone in his team would want to be captured. They probably all like argue over it, I mean, and there's enough argument. But uh, yeah, I've got to be, I've got to be the captain. But Monka, yeah, it's a crime that I uh, didn't have him in the uh, 
yeah. And that's the thing, and that's the great thing because people talk to people about oh, Kyle Hammond's liver, we're doing you know, and they go oh, well, basically oh, God, I can't believe I've got John Moncur. You know, it's like you know he's and again we've had him on and yeah, oh, so because yeah, he, he was like my he was like like there was two. It's Pete Butler. Pete Butler was like I loved him because he was the first player I ever met, and but Monks was like oh, you know, I just I, I loved him and. It was so funny he interviewed yeah. him because he was so like he started off so like normal and placid because like you know he doesn't do any of the crazy stuff now he's you know he plays a lot of golf and he I think he's, he's found God obviously as well so he's like he's calm yeah. but then you start talking to him about the old days and you saw his little glint in the corner of his eye and he's like oh, oh I tell you I tell you this other time when I was naked and it, and I, it was like it was literally like a little <laughs> yeah. boy it was, like, it was all these stories yeah. coming out that was great love him yeah. I love him I'm in there my brother like and my dad went and see him at the uh like pre West Ham way, like pre match event, like whenever it was. Yeah. They said he was like, because like, they like, uh, exactly how you imagine him to be. And he just, yeah. I was like, how do I not put him in? I don't, I'm not the type to like listen to people. I don't have my own 11. I'm not going to like listen to anyone. But I thought that is, that's one I've got to change. Like, yeah. That's someone I definitely have nailed so, on yeah. on this this Hamlet eleven anyway. So uh, yeah, he's brilliant. Love him, and he was a, again a fantastic player. And Martin Allen was a great player as well. Not only were they, you know, were they nutters, but they were good players as well. They, you know, they were skillful. Yeah. Um, I mean, Monks, you know, Monks was banging on the door for England, really. Um, particularly when Glenn, Glenn um, oh, like Cotter had gone. England job, so because um, obviously he took him when he because he wanted him when he went to Chelsea, didn't he? and it was Chelsea or right. West Ham, and he went to West Ham. Um, right, okay, Monks is in. Uh, who's next, man? It's Steve Lomas down the uh, oh. left. I know he's not an out winger, but again, how can I leave him out? And he, he, can, he, uh, can, he can play narrow. It's okay. He plays here for us, didn't he? Like yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, Lomas, I can't Razor spilled the beans on the <laughs> on the allegedly. Yeah, I'm trying to get low me on to allegedly. So yeah, he's going in there hundred percent. I want low me yeah, I want to get low me on to uh to to to, to deny or uh <laughs> yeah. those rumors. I don't think you yeah, can actually not? confirm them because he'd be up he'd be up in court, wouldn't he? But uh yeah, that, yeah. No, and he was a great. I mean, again, again, you know, all these guys, you know, with the exception of maybe Boogers, yeah, all these guys, um, you know, I I mean, even, I mean, even Les, Les was like such a committed West Ham fan as well. But all these guys would put a shift in. All these guys were good players. All these guys would put in a hundred percent. Um, you know, you wouldn't question their commitment. And he just said, sometimes maybe overzealous. Sometimes I change it. Yeah. Yeah. that change it. Could you imagine if they came in and they were losing to like Barnsley or something at half time and God dear, no. God, we would not want to give the ball away. It's caused the goal in that, in that team. That's for sure. But uh, right. Okay. Strikers then. Who are we going to have then? Nenil? Well, I was thinking about it and obviously there's loads, but obviously you can only have two. And the first one that stood out was John Hartston, just for yeah. like being defenders ag and being like pushing defenders about basically. And, uh, uh, but again, this is like a common thing that's coming up. I'm talking about like tough and hard players, but again, gifted, like good on the ball, better yeah. than what people remember, I think, even. Definitely. And especially when he came, the amount of goals he scored, and he, he, he went he went straight into this team. We did like a... Um... We did a, like a John Hartson appreciation night a few a few weeks ago, um, and and uh, Martin, who's the announcer, they put together this this brilliant like montage of his goals. I tell you what, but it weren't just like you know, I, I for some reason I this I had this sort of like memory in my head that Hartson would score a lot of headed goals, and it weren't. It yeah, were a lot of like yeah, all over the place. Such yeah. a good player. I was in the role of Berkovic on him as well. You know, just putting these little dink balls through and. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was brilliant when he was on it. You know that season when he got like 26, 20, 25 goals, something like that. Twenty four, yeah. twenty five. Um, was oh, it was only unstoppable. Young, he's only young as yeah. well, only like early twenties. And like he as was. far as um, as far as like defending from the front, like he would let the defenders know. Would you know what I mean? And like something we could do with now, really. Well, without Antonio playing, so we could do with now. You know, just yeah, it's true. It's true. And I think with and I think with, with John as well. I mean. You know, we've had him on the channel as well. And, and when he was um, 
yeah, we was talking about, you know, coming to West Ham and stuff. And he was like, well, us, you know, it was a big price tag. And, you know, you're coming in and, you know, you he goes, yeah, but Russ, honestly, everywhere I've gone, there's been some, I've had some price tag. You know, when I went to Arsenal, yeah. I was the most expensive, world's most expensive teenager. I was West Ham's top, you know, top, you know, set sign in. When I went to Wimbledon. I was Wimbledon's top sign in. You know, I was always... There was always this mantle on me, and it was like it was a pressure. And I was like, you know what? I can totally get that. He was still, he's still, he was still a young lad, really, um, yeah. in, in relative terms as well. So, um, no, he was great, great man. And his his arms are like honestly, he did the crossed hammers afterwards. Look at the picture on YouTube. His arms are like that big. They like mass, like yeah. muscle. He's, he's he's you know he's really you know he's a top yeah. bloke as well. He's a top guy. Um, yeah. Right, Johnny Artson, who's he going to partner with now? Well, this is just, I made a second change to my original 11. And because uh, <laughs> what it was, and it was, it was almost a Kenny as well, because I'm in characters. But I thought someone maybe that's not been mentioned so much, or definitely not mentioned so much, and it's Ian Wright. And the reason is the other night I was watching uh, just something on YouTube, and it came up 98, 99 season when he, when he yeah. played, and he did so much. But when he did play, like, I just forgot it's been so long. The amount, like the, the goals he scored, and also the way he puts himself about. And like yeah. Bow I think he's like 34. But I think Harry says like he had the body and the enthusiasm of a 22-year-old. And when I'm watching it, he's he's murder for the opposition, absolute pain up the arse. So I thought, yeah, he's he's got to go in. No, I like that. I remember he was always. I remember also he was like. He would always get man of the match, and he he might have only come on for fifteen minutes. He'd always get the man of the match because obviously, if you sponsor the man of the match, you get to meet the player after oh, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was he literally just just literally crossed the line, man of the match. You're right. It's like what the hell? Because oh, <laughs> want to meet him afterwards, but yeah. Yeah. No, a t- personality wise, I mean, him and obviously him and Razor, the famous like the Canyo pushover, and then oh, obviously. Character. I mean, you don't even get like fun. I mean, even like, I mean, Antonio for that period where he brought like celebrations back, like old school celebrations, not silly handshakes, you know, like slappy things like yeah. Son and Ali do, but you know, like yeah. proper like Homer Simpson things and you know, worms and and stuff like that and gangnam style. But you know, no one does those celebrations anymore. They said they're probably, uh-huh. like, I was watching another one of Robert Banks's uh things, it was the 2000 and I think 2002, 2003. So it was a season we went down. So it's 0203 we went down, and yeah. it might. Have been, it was Freddie Picky on, and we'd and we was away to Everton, and we and he'd scored the goal which took us to two one up with about five minutes to go, and he runs into the crowd celebrating. He was already on a yellow yeah. card, so he then gets sent off for a second yellow card for celebrating. It's like, oh, come on! Yeah, I don't even remember come that. And then we drew two all. It's about yeah. Yeah. Such a West Ham thing. I love it. Even things like that. Even like old school. It's still West Ham. Nothing changes. That's what I love about us. But uh, when we when we play Stockport, like they're waiting for Halle to score like an Ian Dowie and goal. Oh. Uh, as I said before, I've got this vision of Ian Dowie just like sitting back, relaxing, watching the FA Cup draw, just like having a beer. And, like, business. Yeah, and it's Stockport County. Oh, I wonder who Stockport County. West Ham. What? <laughs> I've, just all, I've just let it all die down again. Do you know what I mean? And now it's all like, yeah. I wonder how many times that's going to be played in the next week. Do you know what I mean? That goal. They put it on TV. Oh, yeah. How can we slip up? It's on Monday, on the Monday, isn't it? At the sixteenth. Yeah, it's, I mean that's why they pick it. We're past that now, but I mean, yeah. didn't like hopefully but, well i yeah. think also i mean we, i was i was talking to some people the other day about it and you know the, the way the fa cup the way the fa have, have men, spoken about the fa cup as well and particularly covid and stuff you know you have to play and if you if you you know if you can't get a team together you're going to be like you know you have a, the other team as a buy a bit like orient did with tottenham um later yeah. on last it was like last season um so the Carabao cup rather um and I think obviously that's going to favour the Premier League clubs even more in it because they've been testing twice a week for for months now. Um, Whereas yeah. someone like Stockport, for example, they get you know if they did, I mean the FA are paying for all their tests at the moment for everyone in the third round, which I totally agree with. I think they you know, that's, that's that's totally just. And um, 
yeah, I think there'll be a few surprises and a few, there'll be a few, it's a bit weird. I think this next the third round, I think there'll be a few dropouts and, and buys yeah. and things like that, but you know, we'll see what happens, but no, I'm, I don't, yeah, that's, that's old West Ham, isn't it? Yeah. Losing to Port or Rex away. God. When yeah. Hugo Porfirio, first time he saw snow and the orange yeah. ball and our, yeah, yeah. I love all that stuff. It's been good. Yeah. Oh man, it's been lovely chatting to you, man. I really, really appreciate okay. it. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate Absolute it. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And yeah. obviously, yeah. thanks yeah. to everyone else. It's been good fun. And uh, thank you to everyone else um, who's been watching, whether it's on YouTube or Spotify or whatever. Give it a share. Give it a like. And from myself and from El, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come on, you irons. And we'll see you again very, very soon. There we go. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.